In this episode, Leanna and I are going to talk about how do we know God is still good and different ways we have seen him at work in our own lives through times of crisis. The reason we wanted to bring up this topic was because we know that people can be so evil in the middle of our struggles. It can be difficult to still believe that God is good in the midst of it all. We share what the Bible has to say and some great tips you can take away to implement into your own life today. Then we ask you a very deep question. So let's get into it. Hey y'all, welcome to the Simple Mission Podcast. My name is David. And I am Leanna. And and we're we're the Bonds. We are newlyweds in our 20s, living for Jesus while just being real and open about our life. Figuring out your mission from God does not have to be complicated. Rather, it's simple. We bring you along as we talk about relationship, family, marriage, college life, simple living, and business. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to your life as we learn together every week and maybe have some laughs along the way. Hello, you guys. How are y'all? I We're hope y'all have. Oh, <laughs> I hope y'all are having a, a great week. Uh, so I know it's kind of random. We're just gonna kind of share like what's going on in our life right now. So this week, I I'm using like bunny ears. Made David to uh, declutter some of, some of the stuff that he had in our closet because. More than half of the stuff he had in there, he never wore, even while we were married. So, you want to talk a little bit more about that? So, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, we talk about how to simplify your space, how to simplify your life. So, go back and check it out. But this week, um, yeah, what we kind of been doing around the house is like decluttering. And so, uh, I have had shirts... Some of the shirts I've been since high school. And you know, like men, you know, out there, you know, you have a nice shirt you wear one time back in high school or college, (laughs) and then you just never wear it again because it most likely won't fit you. So I have a lot of those. And um, I went through all my nice dress shirts, right? Dress shirts are weird. Sometimes, like, you know, a lot of men get them custom fitted or the the, the inches on the sleeves. Or the brand. Anyways, yeah, there's just a whole multitude of stuff. Well, so I've, I have a bunch of dress shirts, and I've had them for many, many years. So Leanna put some a little bit of pressure on me and said, hey, like we need to clean this out. Like You don't wear any of these. So I was like, okay. Well, some of them were very... Um, Older. <clears throat> well, country shirt. Yeah, 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 they were. So, and so I had my pearl snaps and everything else. <laughs> so the little back story on this is that I have been asking him... I'm, 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 I was saying it very nicely. I've been asking him for about, I would say, like, six months <laughs> to, like, at least look in the closet and maybe just pull out some shirts that you don't wear anymore or some shoes you don't wear anymore, right? And he finally did it this week after a whole year of marriage. Yeah, because we recorded an episode talking about it, and I was like, oh, I need to do this. You, you know, need to take your own advice. Yeah, I need to take my own advice. So that's what I did. And I got 21 shirts out of there. So I was like, wow, that is crazy. 21 dress shirts. So, and which we went today to donate them to Goodwill. So, yeah. yeah so that's kind of one thing we've been doing. Another thing we've been doing this week is trying to get our finances like more straightened up. Like, 
in the past year of our marriage, like I think we've done really, really well with our finances. But as far as like getting them more organized, like when bills are due, when they have to be paid, it's kind of up up in the air. And I've had them in my mind, you know, for many years. And so we finally got a finance calendar, pretty cool, like a paper calendar, like, you know, a calendar you hang on the wall. And we actually wrote down all the bills and when they're due. And so Leanna has been helping me out some with doing the finances. Okay, so the reason why he brought this up in the... The reason why I had to bring it up to him is because he would do all the paying of the bill, and I would have no clue, like, when a bill is due, or um, it's all in his head, or he has a calendar on his own phone that I had no idea about. So, I was trying to help, and I was like, you know, babe, I feel like you're taking on a lot of responsibility. You have two jobs, and all of this going on. Why don't you let me help you with the finances even though I don't really know how to do it maybe you can teach me and then we can kind of figure out a a plan together instead of like me taking it all but at least he can still be included in this because he likes to talk about money he likes to pay stuff he just does so I just wanted to help him so we just did a little calendar from Office Depot yeah we just wrote it all down, highlighted it, which one was automatic, which one was manual to where you have to pay online the day that it's due so that he wouldn't be so stressed out about it. And then I am being a good wife. Yes. So we are <laughs> simplifying our life one little step at a time. And so that was kind of a little bit of a, a fun addition about our week. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I think this week's been really great. It's awesome that it's finally August, and I'm just ready for the summer to be over and fall to come. It's getting so hot over here in South Texas. Yeah, it's been in like the 95, 97. It's been so hot, and it's not fun being outside. Yeah, so we're ready for some good weather. But, you know, this is the month of school starting. So uh, all you parents out there, uh, I was listening to the radio uh, today, and uh, there was a survey out. Interesting. It said, what are you buying your kids for school supplies this year? And what was it? And a lot of people are buying like uh, tablets or, or um, iPads and laptops instead of like shoes, clothes, papers, pencils. They're not buying that stuff. Because and they're like, not showing up for a so, while. Yeah. So they're not going to show up. Well, so one of the, um, one of the ladies like... A little bit of commentary was like, yeah, like, my kids have plenty of PJs they don't even wear. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's their school clothes. So this is the month of school starting. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's a little different this year, um, depending on, like, what state and what county you're in. Um, but uh, school will will get started, uh, whether it's online or not. And so we're, we're really excited about that for all the kids because they really need that time to get together and to socialize. And so uh, whether that's online or in person depending where you are. So I guess in all that, we want to talk about how really that we have seen God working in our lives to give you a sense of hope and uh, security and uh, wisdom and knowledge that he is still good, even mm-hmm. during this this 2020 uh, year. Are you loving this podcast? Let's talk about Patreon. It is a way for you to connect with us and support our mission. By giving at least $3 a month, you can help us keep the podcast ad-free and we can continue to serve you with the content that we know that you love. If you go to Patreon, sign up, and support us. 
Leanna and I definitely want to bless you back with free gifts. For more info, visit patreon.com slash the simple mission. And so, um, you know, we want to talk about this because it's obviously relevant in, in today's times. Uh, and among the chaos in this world, how can we find God amidst of it all? And how do we know he's listening? You know, I, I think that's one big thing that I guess maybe some people are struggling with is how do I know God's listening right now? Mm-hmm. You know, is he still good in all of this, all of this crisis and chaos that we have going on is how do we know? And so Leanne and I took a really deep dive this week into the Bible, mm-hmm. into the word of God. And um, we listened to a pastor recently um, talk about that. Hey, look, like the Bible is the word of God and it is the truth. And no matter where you are in your life, you can always rely on it and it should be your foundation and mm-hmm. your rock. And so I love, I love this pastor whenever he, he, he said that uh, and it was really good. It really stuck to me. And so building up to this episode, Leanna and I have read our daily devotionals about this. We've heard sermons about this and we're hearing it on the news. It's just like all over the place. It's like, okay, we really got to talk about this because mm-hmm. it's like, really standing out to us about how we know that God is still good. And so, yeah, so we're excited. So so I guess the reason why I kind of wanted to bring this up is because obviously on social media, there's so much like hate going on. Um, people just tearing down one another, canceling like people because they go into their past and like bring up something they said or did. And uh, condemn them, and basically condemning people, in like because of what they've done or what they are doing, and uh, and then of course there's a lot of um, evil going on that's been finally being exposed into the light, like with I don't want to say it, but it's just a lot of different issues that's been popping up, a lot of ugly evil <clears throat> work going on behind the scenes of media, behind um, different leaders, uh, people that we trusted. Um, they've been doing bad stuff. It's just so hard to be like, why do we live in the world where so much evil exists? So one section of, I guess, the episode is, why is everyone so divided? Why are people doing such evil works? Why are people hating one another? And why are people um, saying that, say that they're Christian, but they're hating and bashing on one another? So that's kind of what we're going to go into. I don't want to say this next part. Do you want to say the next part? Um, yeah, sure. So um, we are going to talk about being divided. And, you know, um, everybody is divided. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of hard to uh, admit that. But we all are humans and we all have our own personalities and we all have our own ideas. So everyone's divided, right? Everyone is easily can come off as offended, you know, especially nowadays. You can't say anything without offending somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like there's there's fake news everywhere. There's real news someplace. How do we even know what's good anymore? Mm-hmm. And so, like, do we wear a mask? Do we not? Um, and so, so many people are dying for, like, the the over the COVID. And so it's just chaotic right now. You know, uh, family members maybe have lost their jobs. They can't find work. Um, you know, uh, it's crazy. You know, people's plans got like obliterated during 2020 mm-hmm. because they can't, they couldn't go anywhere. You know, travel was banned, everything else. 
And now they're saying there's medications out there and like resources out to help people, but it's crazy because we don't even know what to believe. And it seems like God is letting, now I'm going to say this very lightly, but it seems like God is just letting this craziness, hate, and pain lose control. And he is not even stepping in to stop it. So, in somebody's point of view, this is could be what they're thinking, what I just read, right? This is not what we are thinking, but we know that there are many people out there, and we have thought this sometimes, that why, God, are you letting this craziness happen? Or why are you letting this hate happen? And why are you letting us feel the pain? You know what I'm saying? And so uh, it's it's very delicate. And, um, but like I said, you know, the word of God is always true and that will be our foundation. So that's how we're going to end this talk about being divided. So, but I just want to kind of give you all a little path there. And so, you know, we're not going to sit and hear and talk about what we believe or anything like that. Or go into a debate or what you should believe, but it's everyone's um, opinion and conviction and we always have to go back to what the word says and so you can do that in your own time we can do that in our own time that's not the place that we want to bring it up in the podcast we just wanted to bring up of course all of these things are happening everyone has their own opinion everyone has like their own issues right with everyone right but at the same time we can't allow that to, to divide us as Christians if you're a believer and just believe that God is not dead anymore. It's just the opposite of Christianity. It's the opposite of what, what we believe. And so we cannot allow our opinions or our views of different people from believing that God is still dead. Our belief, opinion, value, news, political party affiliation, all have to align with God and his word. But if it doesn't, then it's not of God, therefore not dead. And it's crazy because I can't remember where I read this from. I think it was John 15 something. I read it actually this week. And I wanted to bring this up, but I forgot to write it down. Uh, He said, Jesus said himself, if the world hates you, then know that it hated me first. Um, If the world loves you, then you're not in me. Or like, like Jesus is not in you. And that's something that really shifts me because it's almost like the opposite so it's almost like if you see something on social media and it seems like if you're not a part of the, a, a certain movement, I'm not going to bring up what, which one it is, if you're not a part of it and you stand out, then the world's going to hate you. But if you're a part of it, they're going to love you. They're going to praise you for what you've done or said. Um, but if you don't <clears throat> stand with that, because it's not according to God's word, the world will eventually hate you. And it's so hard to hear. And it's something I just read like this week alone. And it really like struck me um, of how we Christians cannot be blending into the world. But we're supposed to be standing out. But at the same time, it's so hard to believe that God is still dead if everyone is hating us or bashing on us. Saying that we're not right or we're wrong. And um, that's something that I wanted to bring up with the whole issue of being divided, I guess. Right. And also, um, too, like one of the one of the big things, a lot of things in the Bible, uh, a lot of stories and parables and, um, you know, whether that's the Old Testament or the New Testament, it seems like that there was that there has been more chaos 
than what's going on today. And it probably has been a lot worse, especially back in like the biblical times, like the Old Testament. I mean, stuff stuff that happened, but it's just blow your mind if you just read it. It's, it's awful. Some of the things that happened to those people. But and then like in the very end, like God comes through or God brings somebody in to come through and save, help save the people. Right. It's crazy. So. Um, basically, this Bible verse really stuck with us is what we're about to read. So this is in the book of Philippians. And we really do like Philippians in, in a way that it brings out, like, how do we know like God is still good in the times of crisis? So Paul actually wrote this book to the church at Philippi. So the church at Philippi was a complete disaster. And this is why he was writing this. Mm -hmm. And so they were going through all kinds of stuff. Like, I really don't know exactly like, like the, the details of what the church was going through. But you can tell when I read this. So they seem like the church was a disaster at Philippi. And Paul wrote this letter to try to like set them straight, to try to like give them direction, to, to, to try to let them know that God is still good. So let's, so let's read it. This is Philippians 3, um, verses 18 through 21. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears. So basically Paul is saying that I have told so many people and some of them I have even said this with tears mm -hmm. because it hurts him what he's about to say next. It really hurts him. It brings him sorrow. Like many of you have sorrow about what is going on in the world right now. Like it's sad. We're all sad. Like it, it's not a fun, it's not a fun time to live in. And so, but how do we get through this and how do we know God is still good? So put yourself, put your, put yourself in the place of Paul. And I'm pretty sure he's writing this from prison, but don't quote me on that. But, and it says, walk as enemies of, of the cross of Christ. So, He's saying that he's sad for those that are walking of like that are walking as enemies of the cross. So it brings him sorrow, deep sadness, right? And he's he goes on to describe these people that walk as enemies of the cross. And he says their end is destruction. Their god is their belly and their glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things mm -hmm. wow so that's crazy right so paul is describing first of all he says this to many people and every time he says this he gets sad because mm -hmm. he, he knows it's hard so then he talks like okay he's just he's describing these this these these people these what they're doing and it gives him great sorrow because he knows that the end is their destruction and that their god is in their belly and that their glory is in their shame with their minds set on earthly things. And so then I love this part. This is this is the this is like the the silver lining of this verse. Then he says, "But our citizenship is in heaven." Mm -hmm. And from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, this earth is going to go away. Mm -hmm. We are all going to pass away and we're going to go on into our next calling, right? And so this is very, very powerful because it's so basic. It's so descriptive about what's going on right now in this time, you know? And so um, 
I love this. I love how it says like a citizenship. Like you know, we are all citizens of whatever country you're living in, whether you're you live in the United States of America or whether you live in South America, Canada, or China, or um, Asia, Russia. We are all citizens of a country, but you're also a citizen in heaven already, mm-hmm. if you're a follower and a believer of Jesus Christ. And so, you know, as citizens, we await for a Savior. And the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior. And so the verse goes on to say, Who will transform our lower body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things of himself? Mm -hmm. Really cool. So we are going to pass on from this earth and we are going to be just like Jesus Christ one day. Mm-hmm. celebrating in heaven if you want to repent from your sins you follow him and that's how it's going to be so all of this craziness is all going to go away whenever we move on from this life into the next oh well that was very powerful and that kind of helped me to realize like we're not meant to live here forever um even though all these things can be st- and obviously it's so real of like the hate that's going on everyone is so divided when, when we're in heaven we're going to be rejoicing all the time we're going to be praising god and there's not going to be any sorrow no tears no pain it says that in revelation and so it's so <clears throat> encouraging and uplifting to uh i just remind ourselves of that as christians every single day um even if we look on we turn on the tv and we see all this hate going on and like like controversies and issues and all that we know that we are not meant to live here forever so yeah which is really exciting and so it sounds like you know us going to the word trying to find a verse like that really hits home with us it sounds like the church of philippi was divided just Mm -hmm. how we are divided today and you know paul wrote these words to help them you know, to help them bring bring each other back to to get back to square one. And so, you know, go on and, and read the rest of that chapter. Um, and that's the verse that we found that 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 really hit home with us. So mm-hmm. that's Philippians three verses eighteen through twenty one. Mm-hmm. So Okay, so I just in the next little section of how do we know God is still dead in the area that we sh- have a trouble with is something that we struggle with so each of us all have our own issues and struggle uh, maybe different desires that we want it can be uh having getting a boyfriend or girlfriend to someday marry a job that you can't get if you want to someday have a baby uh get into a school or college for a program but it doesn't happen or it's delayed or you have to wait Sometimes we can tend to say that God is not good. So, and that's something that we wanted to point out, and it's really dangerous to be in that mindset. So, the reason why I brought this up is because we have to remind ourselves that God is not our wishing well or our genie, but He is the God that we serve, not Him serving us on what we want. And how is He still dead, even though we don't necessarily get the things that we want in our life? It's because he sent his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sin. And he rose again on the third day. And he died as an innocent man. And he never sinned. Just for us. And so that's something that we always have to focus on. Even in the midst of our struggles or we don't get what we want. Yeah. That's good. 
Um, yeah, so I, it like whenever you were talking about that, it like made me it made me feel good about like the times we live in now, and and it gives me comfort to know that like God is still good, you know, especially whenever He paid the ultimate sacrifice for us, you know. So which is which is really good, you know. And like whenever you're you're dealing with your struggles, like some of the struggles that like we have dealt with over this year have been, you know, I guess relative to some of y'all's, you know, like whether it's been a lot of plans have been canceled or um, whether you're expecting something and then like nothing happens, you know, or vice versa, you're expecting the unexpected, you know. And so um, coping through tough times can be can be really rough, you know, um, for all of us. And it's it's crazy because we have learned through the small accounts that we have our struggles have we've been through that 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 those struggles eventually looking back in the past have been a f- small fraction of what we've really dealt with it's crazy like like hopefully we're all going to look back at this whole covid thing and like man like kind of like you know uh not joke around about it but like say hey like that was a crazy time right you know back in history and um and so that was a that was a tough time for us, you know. And so usually um, through struggles, people really really show their true their true colors, you know. And so um, it's been interesting. But but what I'm gonna tell you is is that those colors can be changed. Your true colors can be changed. Just because you're you react to something badly, like if you're a Christian and you slash somebody on Facebook or you deleted them or whatever, you know that can be reprimanded. You know your your colors don't have to be that, you know. And so I love that saying, but I hate that saying because <laughs> it's not true. Your colors can change, and your colors can change through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ can help you change your colors. Mm-hmm. So if you're black and and like if your colors are very negative, like negative colors, um, you can be brought into like bright colors to be able to help lift your spirit and to help lift others up mm-hmm. and to be a light shining bright for all to see. So which is really cool. So but however, you know, we are we are we are all human and we are we all struggle and that's normal. Um, you know, even Jesus struggled himself with, mm-hmm. with a lot of different things. Um, and so, but that's basically kind of how it comes down to. So don't get frustrated if you're struggling right now. Um, don't get mad or upset. You know, try not to. Just try to go to the Lord first with your struggles. Pray to him and ask for, 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 for forgiveness and Try to ask him for wisdom and guidance to help you deal deal with your struggles. Yeah, that was good. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up, I just thought of this, and I didn't write it down either. Uh, a lot of things I wanted to bring up, and I didn't write it down. So um, I think it's Psalm 37, 4. Uh, I could be wrong, but it's a it's actually a section in the Bible that people uh, twist. To, I just like, oh, God is our genie, and he's going to give me what I want. So it says, delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. 
don't think of this verse of, oh, if I delight in him, if I go to him, if I go to church, if I do all these things, and he will give me what, what I desire. That's not what it's saying. It's saying, if you delight yourself in the Lord, you eventually desire what he wants. And Ooh, that's, that's something good. I was listening to um, on a podcast called Relatable by Allie Beth Deathly. She's really awesome. I will listen to that if you're interested. Um, she was talking about that, and she said, when, like, God is not, and this, this is how I uh, found the word uh, genie, how do, people think God is their own personal genie, what they can rub the little magic lamp and he'll pop And wish up. away some wishes. Yeah. Wish that, some wishes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, that's something I wanted to bring up, because in the middle of our struggle, for me, <clears throat> I can definitely relate to that, because um, I was single for, like, three or four years before I met David and even though I was asked out and um <clears throat> I said no because they just weren't the right people right I guess boys in my life David is a man <laughs> if that makes sense I'm on the man status yeah they know making coffee <laughs> every morning okay if you did not check out my Instagram story about what he's saying I don't know where I've been posted. I'll probably post it as a highlight. It's called um, hashtag influencer challenge. And I, whatever. So just watch it on yeah, my highlight in my story. I'll try to post like it. We like our coffee. We, <laughs> we make our coffee for our wives. Okay, we are getting way off track. Okay, so I, br- I brought this up because um, I struggled for a long time seeing people um, posting about their engagement, they're about to get married, they got married, they had babies, blah, blah, blah. And I felt like I was left behind. And I was like, God, like, I know I'm so worthy of this. And that's, I know that sounds like a horrible thing for me to bring up, but I know I would be like, I'm so much more worthy than that girl or that boy over there. Like, I'm, I've been waiting for so long, but they've been going around and, like, sitting and stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm the innocent one, blah, blah, blah. But that's not true. And I feel like it was almost like a um, a time of testing for the Lord to test me and um, I just, to show my true colors to myself and how I react to things and how I was so bitter. And I realized, you know, God, it's not, I can't just pray for him to bring me a husband. I mean, how am I going to be ready for a husband one day? Like, if I'm not even ready to be a good wife. And so that's something I really struggled with for so long. I'm pretty sure one day I'll probably do a blog post, another podcast episode, or something like that along the line. I want to talk a lot more about that. What's something that you struggle with, David, like in your own life, like that can maybe be be relatable for somebody? Um, probably like feeling like you haven't done enough, or that you can do more. Hmm. Yeah, so there's been there's been plenty of times like in my career or my personal life or our personal like marriage and lives that like we have felt like that like we could have done more. You know, um my grandpa um has always told told us uh his grandkids and me that hey, you know, you can you can wish wish coulda shoulda woulda all you want to, but <laughs> you it, you can't get it back. And so what you can do is you can learn from that and keep moving forward. And so, you know, that's one thing that like, I've struggled with is like, I, I wish I could have done this or I should have done this or um, I could have done that. But, 
you know, over the years, I've had to learn that, you know, that's the best that I could do at that time, knowing what I know. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you have to, like, give yourself some credit. So I guess I've struggled with a lot of inner, um, what's the word? Like, inner... Dialogue? Like, no, like, like where you just beat yourself up all the time. Uh, critic. Inner critic, yeah. I guess I'm my biggest critic, and so... Um, it hasn't been a, a very good thing over the years, but I've had to learn how to con- how to use that struggle for more good, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, and God really had had to help me with it. You know, there was a lot, um, a lot going on. You know, like whenever my parents got got divorced, um, that it was very hard um, to like I, sh- you know, to to do the whole um, wish, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda thing. But that I had to really pray and ask God to help me um, in my struggle and help me learn from it. And so, if you haven't listened to any of the divorce episodes, you've got to go back and listen to our three-part mini-series on divorce. It's really good and it'll really, really help you and and, um, really help open maybe dialogue and open up your heart to... um, to let the Lord come in and to really help you. Mm-hmm. That's good. So, yeah. So, um, and I like what like Leanna said about, you know, like being not envious, but I guess the same thing, wishing you would have had this or wishing you would have had that. Yeah. You being, know? being envious. Being envious, you know, like I guess for men, I guess, you know, we can be envious of each other maybe like careers or cars we drive or, or body type body type or you know i mean there's all kind of how much money we make what we do with our money crazy right and so that can probably go in a whole nother podcast episode yeah <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about Mm-mm. so leanna what are some ways we can so here are three ways we're going to keep it simple on how we can let the lord in to realize that he is still good yeah um so yeah i will talk about that yeah you talk about it <laughs> Okay, so I think it's First Thessalonians five, fifteen through seventeen. It might not be eighteen, but I'll double check. It says, "Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." Boom! That's it. <laughs> David, See you later. Have a good week. <laughs> Bye. Oh no, I'm just kidding. So no, funny. I'm laughing here. here because <laughs> David was like holding his breath and waiting for that boom, and I wasn't done reading it. <laughs> <laughs> So you can see the inside look on that. I'm trying to describe what's going on. One day we'll do a video, but hopefully we'll do that maybe in a few years. <laughs> so, okay. The reason why I... Okay, so number one, I wrote down pray continually. And I know it's like flipped from rejoicing, but I'll explain why. So praying continually, it doesn't mean that your prayers have to be perfect or you have to say a lot of words. Or you always have to be on your knees crying out to God. You can literally just talk out loud to God anywhere, in your car, at home, or in your head. And you just tell him how you feel. You don't have to be like, oh, Dad, I know that you're still dead, you know. But if you're, like, struggling right now, be like, Don, I'm struggling because I want to get married one day and I feel like I'm left behind. So please help me with this. You know, you can literally tell him how you feel. He's not going to be offended like anyone else in the world would be. So, Yeah. <laughs> So number two is rejoice. Rejoicing literally means to give joy. Joy is a little bit different from happiness. Happiness is an emotion, a state of mind. Joy is like 
is defined as the emotion of great delight or happiness caused by something that is deceptionally good. So I found that definition. I was like, wow, that is like wow. the true, true definition of having joy in the Lord. Because you know that God is still dead. He's always going to be there for you. You have a place in heaven waiting for you one day. And so in a way, it gives you joy. Even in your life, it's not um, the best or that all the bad things are happening. You have joy that you had that one day. Wow. So number three is to give thanks. It means to express gratitude and show uh, appreciation. So whenever you focus on what God has blessed you with, not on what you do not have or you, or what has not happened or something bad that has happened to you, it almost like changed your perspective on everything in your life. So there are some ways that you did think, David? Um, yeah, so I have a, a, a notebook that I write in. Um, usually try to do it once a week. And so in that notebook, I usually write down what I'm thankful for and what I'm praying for and what my goals are. And so I've been doing that for for many years now. Um, And so also, too, what's really cool is we have a gratitude list on the office wall. That we're looking at right now. Yeah, that we're looking at right now, you know. And so Leanna, whenever we got married, I think this is like, we actually... Came maybe up like with two this. months, maybe into two marriage? months into marriage, yeah. And I would challenge you, pick out maybe five to ten different things you're grateful for right now. Write them down and print them out and put them somewhere. Like or write them on a post-it note, put it in your bathroom or on the fridge or uh, hang them on the wall. And so you know, like, um, and just keep them so that that way you can look at them and say, wow, like all of these things, I am very very grateful for. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so those are a couple of cool ways that, mm-hmm. that like we have our our gratitude and thankfulness. And so, you know, and it's always good to like thank God too, you know, like in your prayers and um just thanking him for maybe uh just whatever, you know, if something good happens, you know, don't forget to, to show thanks. him some yeah. credit and some and some love as well too. So um, but yeah, so we've really gone through this and we've given y'all some really, really good verses. And so now we are going to give you the big, deep question to think about this <laughs> week and uh, as you um, walk through the week. So here it is. What are areas in your life that you are struggling with to know that God is still good. Mm-hmm. Think about those areas and lean on him when it seems like you don't have anyone to lean on or that no one will understand. Wow. So what are some areas in your life that you're struggling with right now to know that God is good? Mm-hmm. Think about these, you know, maybe write them down. It's okay to write down things that you're struggling with mm-hmm. and then you can see them and you can pray about them, and you can know how to, to bring those struggles um, into something that is yeah. beautiful by, you know, going back and, you know, praying, rejoicing, and giving thanks. Yeah, I was just going to recap on that, just in case you forget. So, like you said, do all those three things, and then really just pray about what areas in your life that you're struggling with. So, I, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We know it's a little bit difficult to talk about but we know that a lot of y'all might be wanting to listen to this and may take something away from this yeah so thank you all goodbye bye
listening. Thank you for listening to this episode. Why don't you do yourself a favor and subscribe or follow the Simple Mission podcast so that you won't miss out on new episodes. To connect with us, simply visit our website at thesimplemission.com slash connect. Until then, we can't wait to connect with you. See you next time.